Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 8th, 2019, the Human Factors Edition. We begin with this story from the always great Andrew Hill on Management column in the Financial Times, where he talks about the increasing use of technology and AI, but that companies should not forget the human factors involved in any process. He uses the crash of the Boeing 737 jets uh, to identify a gap between the assumptions used to certify the MAX and the real-world experiences of the pilots. Basically, technology Boeing did not take into account the speed by which uh, technology allowed uh, a disaster to unfold versus that could, which could be uh, synthesized by a pilot. And that while it, Boeing has tried to judge this at pilot error, it was really a, a design defect. He points out that um, there should be uh, a working in or an entry of human factors into any process going forward. Fascinating uh, exploration of sort of where we are today. Next up from Bloomberg, a banker behind uh, the $220 billion scandal at Donske Bank reveals a bonus culture uh, at the bank. And uh, this clearly shows the business purpose and business direction of Donske to uh, engage in money laundering uh, when they knew uh, this action was illegal, that the bank profited directly from this, and they ordered um, bank employees to process as many of these transactions and transfers as possible. They clearly had a plan to do so and compensated employees with huge bonuses for not only hitting their target numbers of numbers of transactions, but also uh, exceeding those. So when you have a compensation system designed to uh, mandate that people engage in illegal actions, that's what they'll do. Um, so a big lesson learned from Donske Bank going forward. From the New York Times, a very, very troubling article about Nissan's crisis goes much deeper than Carlos Goshen. An outside law firm investigating problems discovered explosive, potentially explosive information that there was more than one person uh, responsible for the coup against uh, Carlos Goshen, uh, yet the full board never heard the details of this person's uh, information and that uh, the law firm believed uh, this information should have gone to the board. It really points to a horrific culture at Nissan. Uh, Certainly when you have one faction having the other faction led by the CEO arrested, it speaks to a very poor culture going forward. So as more comes out about Nissan, you see just how toxic the entire culture is and was, both under Goshen and, frankly, where it is now. So if they can clean it up, uh, it's going to be an open question at this point. The final article also comes from the Financial Times when it asks, with the acquisition of AC Milan, uh, is the world's most feared hedge fund searching for a formula to crack the volatile world of football or what we would call in the United States soccer? Um, but is Elliott finding itself difficult to turn its ideas into results on the pitch? Uh, this is a, uh, a fairly uh, 
standard story of a very wealthy individual or company which goes into vanity sports to try to embellish, embellish its credentials and finds out that the world of sports is very different than most of the other worlds they participate in. Cutting cost to the bone to make more money certainly doesn't work in the world of sports because it kills off the competitive nature of your team and you completely alienate your fan base. Uh, Liverpool found that out a couple of owners ago, or rather the owners of Liverpool before they sold out to the current owner of John Henry. So it's going to be interesting to see this going forward. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.